Good evening, everybody. You're listening to Tempo Radio on Wolfpack Radio, NVWR. I'm Colton, over uh, here with my co-host, Carly. Hello. We are here with uh, Quincy White. Quincy, can you hear us? Yeah, what's going on, y'all? Hello, hello. Thanks for coming on the show, man. So Quincy Thank just you. dropped his uh, latest EP, White Noise. What was it, about a month ago? About now? A couple weeks ago? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah, it's an awesome, awesome project. So this is your second EP released under your government, your you know your board name, Quincy White. Um, yeah. Can you tell us how has your music changed since getting more personal? Because you were under Dub, and now you're under your legal name, Quincy White. And so, how has your music gotten more personal? And how can we? Uh, how can we? What can we anticipate from this new EP, White Noise? <coughs> well. Um... I feel like, well, I, I don't think my music got more personal, cause uh, the reason the reason of me changing my name is because the music was getting so personal. So that's why I did change my name. So I don't think it got more personal. Cause, mm-hmm. You know, it was already going personal when I decided to change my name. So, but with White Noise, that came about. Uh, I did a challenge on Instagram, a Thirty for Thirty challenge. I was. Um, I was writing a verse a day, Monday through Friday for 30 days. Wow! And uh, I was getting, I was getting so much attention from it, man. I, I figured, like, okay, since these people was looking, let me just drop a project. I got a lot of songs in the vault, so you know, I'm working on a couple of projects at one time. So the the white noise was really just like my loose songs that wasn't going on my other projects. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I kind of put them together. And uh, White Noise, the reason I called it that is because, like, you know, I've been getting a lot of um, deal offers, a lot of, you know, bigger people hitting me and saying how much they like the music. Yeah, none of that really matters, you know, until you, like, really satisfy where you at. You know what I mean? Like, you can get all the compliments in the world and and all that, but you still got to be, you know, comfortable with where you at and and happy in the space you're in, so... Everything else is just tuned out, and that's what's like it's white noise to me. You know what I mean? Right, right. And is that kind of what this album is about? Is you know nothing really matters unless you're satisfying yourself. Is that kind of what we're hearing from you on this album? Yeah, yeah. So, so to speak. You know what I mean? It was just me, just, just I just zoned in. You know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. just tuned everything else out. So it was just me, you know, just zoning in and you know getting this project out to the people, my core audience. You know. That, that really just sit and watch every move I make. That was, this project was for them. Yeah, yeah. And you released um, your critically acclaimed EP7 back in 2017. What can we expect? What's different um, from 7 to White Noise, either musically or how have you matured as an artist or anything like that? Okay, well, the 7, it was more of a theme project. It was, um, you know, because I'm from 127th and Broadway. Uh, this neighborhood called Angels Park in uh, Southern L.A. Um, so it was really based off, out of my neighborhood. It was me telling stories about my neighborhood and how I grew up. And it was kind of like real, <clears throat> it was real street. You know, the whole theme of it was real street because that's, that's where I grew up at. So White Noise was a little more just well-rounded, a well more well-rounded body of work. You know what I mean? It had like some lyrical stuff on there. It had some stuff you can play in a party setting, a club setting, and had had a female record on there. Um, you know what I mean? It was just it was just a little more uh, versatile than than the seventh. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, and so you mentioned like the neighborhood growing up. How do you think that really affected you getting into the music scene growing up in L.A., uh, maybe in that neighborhood specifically? Um, well, my neighborhood is a very powerful neighborhood in L.A. Um, mm-hmm. To be from my neighborhood, you have to really be from over there. You know what I mean? And um, it's, it's very respected. So... Just just with any other neighborhood though, like when you when you're starting to do anything, whether you're a basketball player or a football player or whatever you do, rapper, you you have to start with the uh, support of your neighborhood first. You know what I mean? Right, right. So so when when my neighborhood got behind me, and then you know the streets start talking, like yo, okay, he really from over there. All right, cool. All right, we messing with him. And then that's when it starts spreading around the city. And then from the city to other cities and other states, and you know, it's just like wildfire, pretty much. So, so growing up in my neighborhood is um, it helped me be the person I am. You know, the the good, like the good things I went through and the bad things I went through. You know, what I mean, it just shapes you into a, uh, a grown man. Yeah, Fast. yeah. So and so you <laughs> were you were born in um, South Central LA. Are you still currently living in California and Los Angeles? Well, I'm in I'm in LA all the time because this is where I'm from. You know what I mean? But right. I got a I got a a, a spot in Vegas. Seven oh two. My daughter and her and yeah, my daughter and her mom stay out there. So okay. Um, so, but you're still you're still on the West Coast. So how does like growing up and still living on the West Coast? How has that shaped your music? Because there's definitely a West Coast vibe to music and an East Coast and a Midwest. So what sort of how do you think your music embodies? being from West Co- the West Coast and especially, like, from L.A., which is the heart of the West Coast? Well, uh, uh, well, one of my favorite rappers was Tupac. Um, and like, as you said, I, I got a little East Coast in me, too. You know, that's, that's the, uh, the Nas, the, the, one of my favorite rappers as well. Jada Kiss, one of my favorite rappers. So, um... Coming up on the West Coast, man, it was just like, you know, seeing seeing people like Snoop, seeing people like, you know, Tupac, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, you know what I mean? It was, um, those are the people I looked up to. So when they when they lay a, a foundation down and a blueprint, you kind of like, you kind of follow that. And you just add your, your own, you know, spice to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the West Coast is, is very uh, dominant in the hip-hop scene, you know what I mean? Even though, because, you know, it, it shifts from the South having it, then it shifts from East Coast, and but the West, it's like, it's kind of like the Lakers, man. You know, the Lakers may uh, have a couple of years where they're not so good, but, you know, they're going to they gonna rebuild because they're a, it's, a, it's a big franchise, you know what I mean? So it's, right. it's, a, big, uh, it's a big market. Right. So uh, I, I love being from L.A., man. I, I wouldn't want to be from nowhere else, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. West Coast, best coast. I've lived on the West Coast my whole life, so I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the hardest part after ditching the alias? What has been the hardest part um, in rebranding yourself or what's the – and going into your government name, has there been any struggles you faced doing that? Oh uh, No, not really. I mean, because um, I think with the alias, the thing that it did for me is image. Like, you, you – you think you have to have a certain image. You have to dress a certain way. You have to look a certain way. You have to act a certain way. Like, that's what aliens do to you. So it's kind of like when you're in your regular life, 
and then you then you in rapper mode, you kind of turn it on and off. You know what I mean? And right. that's why that's the part that I didn't like about the alias. You know, I just really want to be myself. Like when I'm out in public, I'm Quincy White. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm I, I'm who I am. I'm I'm the person that I grew up as. It's not like oh what's up, Dub? Like you know. Like I don't, I don't want that. Like when, when people know me, when I'm worldwide, I want to be known as my real name, the, the name that my mother and father gave me. So I, I, I haven't really had any uh, struggles with that, cause I, I just been, you know, just being myself, man. And no, no moniker. So it's just like when I'm walking around, I, I am who I am. When I'm on these, when I'm on these records, it's the same dude that you'll see, you know, working out in the gym, or the same dude you'll see walking in the Jumba Juice, or. You know what I mean? Like, right. So it's not a it's not a uh, persona. Right. Do you think um, being in this industry, in the hip hop and rap industry, it's important to sort of not hide behind an alias or a mask? You know, sort of be be an artist, but also have that be who you are. You know, do you think there should be you are your own person, and then you're an artist? Do you think those should mix? So you like you were saying. You're a Quincy White all the time, but do you think there's ever a time and place where you want, like, that should be shut off and you're just the artist, or do you think you should be the artist and the person simultaneously? Uh, I think it's both. You should be the, if you're an artist, that's just a part of you. You know what I'm saying? It's not really like a shut off thing. So when people see me, I am a rapper. But when people see me, I am a human being as well. And as far as with the moniker thing, I'm not saying that everybody, every rapper in the world has to have their government name. That's not what I'm saying. But I, I feel that even even with a stage name, you should still be yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't act a certain way or put on an act when the cameras is on and then when the cameras go off, you're a totally different person. Because right. at that point, when when people meet you, it's like they're not even really meeting you. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. They're meeting. They're they're meeting. That's like Denzel, right? You meet Denzel Washington. He's mm-hmm. Denzel Washington. But if you if you meet him, uh, Denzel Washington from Training Day, that's mm-hmm. that's a whole different dude. You know what I mean? Like right. if he's walking around acting like his character in Training Day, you didn't really meet Denzel Washington. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so and that's what these rappers be doing. Yeah, they'll, that's they'll yeah, that's certain, what I was gonna act a certain way. Yeah. yeah. There's like um, a lot of the, the last artists we were talking to, we were talking about a lot of the up and coming, or I mean, I guess this new wave of SoundCloud rappers, all your Lils, your Pinches, your little Pumps, your Yachties, your little Pinches. What, why do you think that all these younger rappers, because some of these kids are like damn near 16 years old, why do you think they all feel like they have to have some crazy alias? Like, why do you feel like they can't just go by their real name? Uh, the thing, the thing is, is when, when people are young, they're, they're still trying to figure themselves out. You know what I'm saying? They don't really have an identity. So like these kids that's rapping at 16 years old, they don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. So when they figure out they want to be a rapper, what they do is, you know, they're on the internet all day. So what they do is they go see what's hot mm-hmm. and, um, they, they go see who's hot. They go see how the, how the guy looks how the guys sound, and then they go mimic that. So that's why you have, like you said, you have a lot of little this and little that, and you have them, uh, all of them have little colored, colorful hair, dreads, <laughs> and, and and they all, like, tattoo their, because I, I have tattoos on my face, but I don't have my, like, they're tattooed their whole face. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had tattoos on my face when, he, when these 16-year-old kids was, like, 
probably in elementary. Like, yeah. I had tattoos when it wasn't cool on my face. And they're, like, just, just small tattoos, but, like, they're tattooing their whole face. You just know what I mean? So yeah. they, they pretty much, they're pretty much uh, just copying what they think is hot, man, and, and like a formula, so to speak. So it's like they see everything working for these other people. So it's like, okay, I'm going to get my hair like this. I'm going to color it uh, blue, and I'm going to get my face tatted all the way, and then I'm going a, I'm to a drink some lean. Mm-hmm. I'm going <laughs> to take a couple Xanax. I'm going uh, to flash money on Instagram, and I'm going to throw on the auto-tone mm-hmm. uh, on my songs, and I'm going to try to mimic the hottest shit, you know? Right. And hot meaning, I'm not meaning, hot meaning, like, not, like, the dopest shit, but hot meaning, like, you know, what people are doing right now, like, like a trend, right. you know what I mean? So I think that's kind of, like, how these guys are, you know, they're still trying to figure themselves out, you know what I mean? Do you but think... That's not, I, I, I wouldn't say go that route, but, you know. Yeah, do you think go. when you were getting into music, um, like you said, these the Lils were, you know, not even born yet or maybe in elementary school. Still in kindergarten. Yeah, like so, like some of these guys are like 10 years old. Um, like like born you, in you 2008. Like, remember Lil Tay? Girl that was like yeah. flashing her money. Yeah, yeah. So do you think um, that this is sort of, when get, when you like I said, when you were getting into music, was so, not knowing who you were, like, how did you express that? Like, was it, because, like, the kids nowadays are doing, like, the colored hair and the little weird aliases yeah. and all having the same sound, but when you and your generation was coming up, what was the ways, musically, you guys dealed with not knowing who you were? Well, to be honest, the generation that I came up in, it was, it was the, 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 the complete opposite. Like, if you sounded like somebody, you were whack. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? If I mimic it, if I mimic uh, somebody, it's like, bro, you sound like blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not tight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, who are you? So, like, back in the day, when I first started rapping, when I was 16 years old, it was about originality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What did you bring different? And that's the way you stood out when I started rapping, you know? And I'm not an old dude. I'm 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 in early 30s, you know, I'm 31. Yeah. So it's like you know it was when you had to be unique. So that's how I that's how I able I was able to get my sound. I mean, I had people that influenced me. Like I said, you know, my favorite rappers, Tupac, Nas, Jadakiss, Eminem, you know, uh uh people like that. Uh but you know, I still had to be me. You know what I mean, and I had to figure out what was what was what I was comfortable doing. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, so like being that individual, and there's probably a lot of you know people being critical of your work as you're coming up. But in the track "Mirror," you kind of touch on the subject of being self-critical, um, kind of showing that like you can sometimes be your own worst enemy. How has that kind of played a part in your music? You know, yourself. You know, were you hard on yourself? How was your work ethic just um, related to being self-critical? Um, I think, I think, uh, the people that don't really care about how they sound are the people that don't stay around. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I I learned that kind of like from the greats, like from, 
from learning. Like, they, they're always tough on themselves, so they don't really have to. Even if they had yes men around them, they still would be like, nah, that's like, even if somebody told them, like, yo, I think this song is dope, they'll be like, nah, I don't, I, I, it can be better. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and yeah. They, they, they was hard on themselves. So I, that's what I kind of implied in my own, you know, personality. Like, even if somebody thought something was good, if I didn't think it was good, even my own stuff, I would either not put it out or I will revisit it until I feel like it was good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so, something we definitely can can hear with the new EP White Noise as it's it's something that's right. really polished and it seems like something it's extremely you're well put together. Yeah, yeah. You're proud of. Thank you, thank you. So yeah, no, but with Mirror though, like like I'm not giving you know, you have to in order for you to change somebody can tell you like you know how people come down on you about your own personality, like, bro, you be doing this too much and you don't look at things from other people's perspective. You know, yeah, like yeah, everybody yeah. that's just trying to critique you on your own personality or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. You're not going to change because of people keep drilling it in your head. You're not going to change until you realize it and you feel like you need to do something about it, you know? Yeah, I think that's, especially in this industry, that is a really important mindset to have. Like, you are the only one who's going to, you're in charge of your right. thing. You're the only one who's exactly. going to make a difference. And you can, like I said, you can get coached through life all you want. You know, it's people that are always like, bro, you need, you don't need to be doing that. You should be doing this. And, you know, they end up eventually doing it, but on their own time, you know? Right, right. So uh, what can we expect from you in the future after, you know, just releasing this EP a month ago? Do you have any exciting projects or, or things coming up? Uh, yeah, right now uh, what I'm doing is because uh, usually I was I was somebody that uh, only put only put out like at least like a project a year, right? Mm-hmm. So I I am kind of conforming to the new to the new um, the new thing is everybody's putting out more music, more content. You know, it's not just like you drop a project then you disappear for two years then you drop a project. Only, like, huge people do that. You know, Kendrick can do that. Uh, Drake can do that. You know, J. Cole can do that. But, like, while you're trying to develop a fan base, it's all about consistency. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is, with consistency, you can't just throw out trash. So now you have to you have to be consistent, and you have to come with the, um, you know, the, the, the content. You know, it has to be good. So it has to be quality and uh, quantity. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm working on right now. So I'm going to put out probably like three to four projects a year starting next year. Awesome. So I'm just going to flood and I'm going to you know, do about three to four videos each project as well. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, that's where we yeah. are with it. Yeah, well, we look forward to it, man. Yeah, I'm well, excited for that. We appreciate you coming on the show. Um, where can we find you on social media? Uh, social media, uh, <laughs> at Quincy White, Q-U-I-N-C-E-Y-W-H-I-T-E. All right. That, we'll... uh, all, all social platforms? Twitter, yeah, that's on, that's on Instagram, that's on Twitter. Awesome. And then Quincy White, Quincy Uh, from my, uh, website 
Sweet. Awesome. Yeah, well, everyone go listen to White Noise. This EP is amazing. Like we were saying, extremely well-polished. Uh, a really a project you really, really should be proud of. And again, we thank you so much for calling in and chatting about, about White Noise. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have, have a good one, Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. Wow. Another Another amazing artist. artist. Yeah. You know... The thing about these these artists um, that aren't so, they're just so humble, you know? They're so honest and open with their struggles, with how they feel. And I think we, you know, we can, uh, after talking to Quincy White, he's been, he's been in the game a little bit longer than some of these up-and-coming rappers. And not, he's not old by any means, but he is older and he's a lot more mature and you can hear that in his music and you can hear that when you're talking to him. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the best thing to do is just kind of put them on, or just listen to his music. Um, this is off of White Noise and we're going to start with King. Yeah, yeah. I'm in this so, I'm in this so fucking crazy zone, man. I got to thank my weed, man. My cousin, my blood cousin, Puff. I see why they call you Puff, nigga. <laughs> nigga, hug him off. Yeah. Bitch, I'm the king in the city. Bitch, I'm the king in the city. The ball on the check it, but they won't respect it till we bring more rings to the city. Came in this thing with a penny. They didn't believe in me any. Now that I'm mixing with grace, it's time to get overly litty. Bitch, I'm the king in the city. The king in the city. The ball on the check it, but they won't respect it till we bring more rings to the city. Came in this thing with a penny. They didn't believe in me any. Now that I'm mixing with grace, it's time to get overly litty. Bitch, I'm the king in the city. Shut the scoreboard to the stats. Niggas ain't that where I'm at. If you get into the guap just to chase down block, nah, nigga, you ain't getting to a rat. I'm the center of attention in the staples. Everybody's so quick to say they made you. My hoe said if you made me, make another me, let a brother be, stop being hateful. Diamonds do the macarena and the hate suits. Always been a black sheep drinking on a great goose. Always get up when I fall, always swing when my back against the wall, man, it's nothing that I can't do. See, I'm ballin', play the one through the five, and I rock the 23 in the MIA6. If I did anything shorter than a ring, wanna analyze a kid like Stephen A. Smith. I was down and out, but now I got the lead. Like me, wow, how I got the key. A max deal was my proper fee. Before they drop me out the lead, they drop the lead. The comp, copper, squad, copper, please. When I'm driving through the lane, do not perceive. Flying high, I'm on the top of things. Right over your head, they bada bing. Never hide your hands, throwing stones at the throne. It's funny how I'm feeling right at home, even on the road. I don't even mean the bows. You an enemy in a different uniform, friend with the same on. Baby powder to the sky on the sideline, yeah. how you know it's game Bitch, I'm the on. king in the city. Bitch, I'm the king in the city. The ball, I'm not checking, but they won't respect it till we bring more rings to the city. Came in this thing with a penny. They didn't believe in me any. Now that I'm mixing with greats, it's time to get overly litty. Bitch, I'm the king in the city. The king in the city. The ball, I'm not checking, but they won't respect it till we bring more rings to the city. Came in this thing with a penny. They didn't believe in me any. Now that I'm mixing with greats, it's time to get overly litty. Bitch, I'm the king in the city.
Run it up, run it up, watch the Brinks truck load in. All the money for the money makers. All the money we gon' go they get. They didn't win, they got some money, money. Bag on me in this big bitch. You can tell it from the black block. But that nigga, he a bitch, bitch. Thinking it's a gang of hangman. How we playing with the sticks, sticks. Hand out from no nigga, no go get her. All I know is get, get. They didn't win, they got some money, money. Bag on me in this big bitch. You can tell it from the black block. But that nigga, he a bitch, bitch. Thinking it's a gang of hangman. How we playing with the sticks, sticks. Hand out from no nigga, no go And that was Double Up off of Quincy White's new EP, White Noise. So we were listening to that here in the studio, and we were trying to figure out, like, we're not saying he sounds like someone, because we couldn't, we, could, we couldn't, like, his flow doesn't sound like anyone. 
But his voice almost, just like his pure voice, kind of sounds like Eminem. And not his flow, his voice. So if you get a chance, listen to White Noise. Let me know. You can Instagram message me, at Carly Fretta. We're going to get a lot of hate mail for that. If he, his <laughs> voice sounds like M, because I'm sitting there, Colton can attest to this, with my head down, my eyes covered, I'm just listening. And I'm like, I hear a little bit of M, but his flow, it's really hard for us to, it was really hard for us to figure out what he sounds like because he doesn't really sound like anyone. And I think um, when we, we just talked to him in our interview, he kind of said that growing up to, in his like he's not old by any means, but he's you know not part of this Lil Zans generation. Um, it's Lil Quincy White. It's Lil Quincy, no, he'll be insulted. Mm-hmm. Um Growing up, when he was becoming, getting into music, the way you got into music was the exact opposite of what people are doing now. And it's like, you had to sound original. Because now you have a thousand people who sound the exact same. And I don't, it's like, I don't know how they get in, but they all sound the same. And with him, he's like, you had to um, sound different. And I think it's interesting because for those of you who don't know, Quincy White was originally under the alias Dub. And he did some work with Nipsey Hussle um, before Nipsey, you know, was... I mean, Nipsey's always... I, I love Nipsey Hussle. His last uh, his last project... Oh, my God, what's his last project's name? Did you list? It's amazing. It has loaded bases with CeeLo Green. Anyway, he did some work with Nipsey Hussle, and he did some work with The Game, and it's just... And I am Sue, and it's really refreshing to to know he's worked with some of these artists who are who are well-known... And he's never, you know, copied their style or jacked their style or anything. And I think that's what makes him such a unique and individual artist is he knows who he is. He knows his his flow. He knows his voice. He knows what, you know, he's confident in, in his music sound. He doesn't try to rip anyone off, even after working with some of these these awesome people. Um, so, yeah, do you want to do you want to take a listen to yeah, Don't Take I, Days Off um, from Nipsey Hussle? Yeah. Nipsey right. Hussle featuring... Quincy dub. White, yeah, but he was he was dub at this point. But this is a little bit of, you know, some background on Quincy when he was under dub. All right, here we go. Don't take days off by Nipsey Hussle. Stress on my brain, right? Poker face, I'm in the game, right? Need a week to think, maybe eight nights Supplement the zing in a straight flight Let me cut on my phone, let me get in my zone Let me center myself, just leave a nigga alone I'll be back in the fuel, got some rapping to do Got some stacking still running, got some lapping to do oh. Jokes to the side, nigga Know that they ain't fucking with the flow I provide Y'all Notice how I started out of flow, had evolved. Then me and Rollo styles like Wade and LeBron. And it's all money again, and your bros is in charge. Hoes on Minaj for the bros court blanche. And them out of town sweets, cause they know we the ones. Equity, nigga, what I've chosen, of course. No 360s, clothing and tour. When I do drop, I'ma blow past niggas, and I toe tag niggas like I told them before. Got flow, got horse. Got dope, get more. Fuck my, get yours. And the show just started, nigga, hold your applause. Try to get to my spot. 
Don't Take Days Off from Nipsey Hussle featuring Dub. They released that back in 2013, but that's surprising. I think we both were kind of surprised because that was what, almost four years ago. Five. Oh, my God. Almost six. It's almost, almost 2019. Six. And it still sounds really, really current. I think you get that um, with a lot of, of Quincy White's music, even back when he was Dub. He still was making music that would be extremely popular right now. And I think that's really, it's really hard for artists to evolve as music evolves. There's only been, you know, you can think of some of the bigger artists who have been able to do that pretty successfully. Like Jay, Beyonce, people have been around, for, you know, Doc, I mean, Dr. Dre even. Vanilla still- Ice. <laughs> um, and I think Quincy's music is also a really good example of, evolving as time evolves because he like i said is a bit a bit of a not a a bit older um but he still is making music that is really relevant and i think is a lot better 
than uh, a lot of the stuff these newcomers are making. Um, another another song, Quincy, when he was under dub, made back in 2014, called She Gone Roll. I think I Am Sue's in it. Yes. So it's, it's also, I think, a really relevant and could totally be played on the radio today. So why don't we take a listen to She Gone Roll Alrighty. by Dub. Here it goes. Then I meet her in the middle like an interlude. Uh, she blow grams to the slow jam. Hippie program, Bob Molly with the ganja. Blowing on Jamaica, she only smoke paper. She fucking what I gain, start a rude boy, a taker. Booyaka, booyaka, that's the sound of my cannon. More fire, more fire, we cause damage. Top shutter, dun dada, ill nana. Pussy killer, pussy killer, there's nothing hotter. Big papa, hot stopper, the jaw dropper. Big chopper, fuck with us, you know not but me no really want no problems If you do, then my gun a tingling like Shabba Got a bad bitch, nothing average If I call her, she gon' have it Push in the air when I want it If I tell her, she gon' roll it She gon' roll it, she gon' roll it If I tell her, she gon' roll it She gon' roll it, she gon' roll it If I tell her, she gon' roll it What did names like Mustafa and Akbar become too hard to spell? My real name is Quincy, and I'm not too fond of that name, so people call me Q or GQ, you know, like a nickname abbreviation. Well, uh, Quincy. Shouldn't you be out stealing hubcaps or something like that? Mentally enslaved, tired of this living. A man without no money is a man with no ambition. I can't deal with niggas that's content with being broke. The type to not drop on the sack, but wanna beg to hit my smoke. 
kick rocks. Gotta pray to God to get in this spot. Hanging with the homies from my hood, and I wasn't hip hop. We all felt Segundo. Better keep my name up out your combo before I send some convicts to your condo. Swain put a million up, cause that ain't what I signed for. But you can count a body though for every single rhyme rope. Minutes to society when I just go off. Skinny nigga looking like the bearded old dog. Uh. Cop a 40, pop a 40, then I show the tape. All gas to that bag, we don't know the brakes. Whole coast is on my back, but I can hold the weight. Even though I'm underweight, niggas know it's overweight. Woo. Please give them time to breathe. Applying pressure like a pipe down when it squeezed. My sentence is light, the most venomous bite. You sweeter than cinnamon. Me, I live a sinister's life. This life as Mr. White. Load up that chopper, let that bitch off, then you gon' need a doctor. You got these boys, know we carry them tools. Play with my fan, guarantee you gon' lose. Lord scandalous. Twisting her fingers, bullets is nameless. Actions was retaliation, was born and I die like a gangster. Eventually we rose, like roses out the concrete. All this work we've been putting in lately needed time sheet. A penny picture, keep that Bentley buster till I'm paid in full. Raging bull, Jimmy Butler, that's for any sucker. I see the feds when I'm scrolling down my timeline. An FBI surveillance van was searching for some Wi Fi. The streets really getting scandalous, is it? Fuck a wise snitches wearing jewelry, big medallion with a camera in it. For the war, I'm well prepared, nigga. I need a comb for all these hair triggers. Coke the only squares with us. Fans is a fiends now. We didn't switch the hustle up. Cause with these bars, I'm way above the ball like a muscle up. Found the youth, them Benjamins running. When I'm old, I'ma look young like I'm Benjamin Button. I ain't into the clubbing. Headlining all this stadium shit. Tell promoters dig into that budget. Cause it's time to pay they do what I do, I get paid to do. I found Tupac rapper and took out a page or two. Nowadays, niggas will call you fake for staying true. Cause with the codes and Kendrick Lamar's on pay-per-view. Shot the gun popper, load up that chopper, let that bitch off and you gon' need a doctor. You bought these boys, know we carry them tools. Play with my fan, guarantee you gon' lose. Lord, scandalous. Alright, nigga. Pass you this weed, don't put no hoes on my seats, nigga. Nigga, we grow that weed. Yeah, I'm finna hit this nigga Q White. We finna pull up on him, get the units. We finna go bust the gerb on the young. You already know how that goes. I'm saying, you know, I'ma whip out and I'ma drop a nigga if it get ugly. Pass the weed, man. Pass the word, man. Hit the blunt. These got straps. Nah, yeah, we pulling up right now, though. I'm blunt.
cool stuff. That was from, uh, is that from his, is that, that's from that's Seven, right? from the Seven, yeah. Yeah, I really like that project. I think, I mean, we just listened to about three or four of Quincy slash Dub slash featuring Dub, and he sounds so different and yeah. everything, and I think that's what's really refreshing about him is it's not like, like some like oh my god some of these artists like a good exa- a really good example of a album that sounds every song sounds the exact same Drake I was going to say looking at you me no we're looking at Drake oh <laughs> i mean Scorp- yeah scorpion Scor- yeah scorpio scorpion scorpion i never know cuz he is a scorpio but scorpion that's such a tourist thing to say carly oh my god <laughs> he uh that album has i mean it is like a 25 track album it has so many skippable like some of those songs literally i could be scrolling on instagram and have no idea that they are that they are playing another good example of an album that is so skippable or every track sounds the same is quavo's new solo album quavo huncho um that had maybe three good songs i'm gonna say the song with Koda. i mean the song with 21 savage because 21's rapping like crazy yeah um and the song with cuddy because i'm biased and love cuddy but that album i think that's what we're seeing a lot in new like these these albums that have been dropping especially in 2018 are rappers and albums where all the songs sound the same that's why it's really refreshing to listen to quincy white because you get a huge variety um yeah i i'm just really really i mean i feel like and you know this is getting really skeptical but when you have these artists who are trying to work and bring themselves up, you're going to constantly get that evolving music because they have to evolve. They have to be different. They have to make these, you know, these, uh, this good music so they can stand out where you have people um, like Huevo or like Cardi B or like Lil Xan where it's like, they can make the same things. They've already made it. They don't have to continue making it. They're there. It's the, it's the, the idea. Like if you look at, some of the greatest mixtapes we have gotten in the last 10 years are artists right before they're about to come up. Like, yep. you look at Acid Rap and you Acid look at Rap. Chance. Yep. Acid Rap's a, That mixtape is amazing because Chance had to still work for it. And I'm not saying Chance. Like, Chance is one of those. Like he still does work for it. But he doesn't have to put some of the, the effort he did. And you don't – and, like, I mean, I'm not a rapper, nor will I ever be one. Um, and I could, like, if I made it, I'm going to put less effort in. That's just human nature. You know, you don't, you don't have to work as hard. You can, you can make tracks that can just sort of fly by. It's like when Fiki was on our show last week, he was saying, we were talking about Drake and he was saying how Drake can make a bad song or a good song and it'll still be popular because he's the culture because he's Drake. And I think, so like I was saying, like some of the best mixtapes, like acid rap, he wasn't chance. He wasn't Chance the Rapper yet. He was, you know. He was Lil Chance the Rapper. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he was still called Chance the Rapper, but he wasn't as big as he is now, and that's why he had to put in a lot of work. If you look at the late, great Mac Miller, the new Faces mixtape, which is amazing. Like, I'm, and actually, Max, that's a really bad example. That is a horrible example. Don't listen to me. Because every single one of Mac's projects after that was still him amazing, him evolving. Like, if you... If you listen to New Faces and you listen to the last album, Swimming, they are completely different because he was always changing his style. And I think this is just on a tangent now about Mac Miller. No, go for it. But I think, I know, R.M.P. the homie. I think um, he is is an amazing example of 
evolving as his music because he could have sold out at that frat frat boy rap you know when he was doing donald trump and you know senior skip day but then if you listen to the macadelic mixtape if you listen to watching movies with the sound off and even up until swimming everything like that is a I, I'm, I think I it's can't fair speak. to say <laughs> that Mac Miller peaked with Snapback. And after that, it was just downhill. What? If only you could see the look that Carly's giving me. Right, wait, do you think he peaked and, and went downhill? I'm joking. I'm about to leave the studio. <laughs> so if you listen to the kids' mixtape and to swimming, like the very first to the very last... That is the definition of evolution in music and evolution in your life. And if anyone <laughs> wants to doubt me, come at me. My Instagram is at Carly Freda, Twitter at Carly Freda. She will fight Snapchat you. at Carly Freda. I will fight you if you try to disagree with me on that. R.I.P. <laughs> Mac. Um, that was a long tangent. As you can tell, I miss him much. But Quincy, Quincy Y, also a really evolving artist. And when we talk to him, he he knows that and and he prides himself on that and he markets himself on that I think as well. Like he said, he didn't have any problem because he was underdub. He had no problem changing, ditching the alias and going by Quincy because he was like, that's who I am. Like I'm yeah. confident in who I am and that's me. So I yeah. feel like it's pretty interesting that he said that it was getting too personal. Where you see some artists, they start making music and I feel like they drift off from who they actually are as a person. Mm-hmm. Whereas Quincy White kind of said that his it was just getting so personal to him that he was like, why am I under this alias? I might as well just go under my real name since it's it, it's so personal to me. And that's it's really interesting. And I think that shows in his music and how much he puts into it that he really isn't like all these rappers we're seeing nowadays. Like he's different. He's apart from the group. Like his music is phenomenal for where he's at in his career and I think he can only go up from here. Right. But I think I think we're using the Lil stereotype too much because Quite you do bit. have some really um what is the word I'm looking for? Like real and yeah. like um like rappers who put a lot of emotion and effort and a lot of their personal life in their music yep. that went by aliases like not to bring it back no, that's but true. Mac Miller. You know, that was an alias. I mean, it was a lot more similar. Like, uh, uh, yeah, his his uh, his name was pretty. His real name was pretty similar, but it yeah. was still an alias. And I th- and like a Chance the Rapper, like his name's Chance, but his real name isn't. You know, so yeah. it's like now you have this. It's like you have aliases, you have your real name, and you have this weird like gray area, which I guess you kind of always have. So I think that's an interesting topic for another time. I think we could talk about is. How that's, music that's a changes. Whole podcast. Yeah, how yeah, we're going off a tangent here. How music how one's music changes if they have an alias, if they don't, and if they're in the middle, like someone like Chance or Mac yeah. or you know, there's a ton of people I can't even think of. Um, Tyler the Creator is a good example. His name's Tyler. But yeah, so I think we should listen to a little bit more Quincy White. No yeah. more no more this dub. Quincy White, that's who he is now, and I think he's doing a really good job at marketing himself as being Quincy, and we can we can see it in his music. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to our show today, and we're going to sign off with Quincy White. This is Hollywood from Quincy White. Goodbye, everybody.
back to 1993. That's the first time I seen her on the TV screen. With Snoop Dogg drinking on gin and juice. I was a kid, but I knew that I can get it too. Had all my favorite rappers in the limousine. With her, you can have anything. Front page on a magazine. How you looking good? Take you out the hood, introduce you to lavish things. But she only fuck with the grace. If you ain't one, you and her might be a phase. Pop told me that she get around. So if you gon' get a nigga, better get it now. I ain't care about her past, cause I'm up next. She looking like sunset in that sundress. And seeing her past, that's the walk of fame. My star shine brighter than all these lames. She belong to me, you can't take her. She got us front row every time we watch the Lakers. In rotation on every station across the nation. Even selling out the stables. This feeling is amazing. I look up at the stars, thank God he aligned them right. We up like the Hollywood sign, girl, you find in your mind. Drop the top, we gon' ride the night, cuz. Run my first 16, never had a dollar, but I had some big dreams To meet this girl named Success I got one shot and one aim for less I had to go to war just to get her Got it and I went to war with her Now I'm trying to win awards with her With my soul still intact, need a Grammy for that In the most platinum or plaque She is beautiful, but if you let the chicks start to get to you You will lose your cool People that know you start asking who that dude I ain't seen him a day in my life Even though we lived on the same street He been on a different wave since he hit Venice Beats Go to sleep, fiend for a life just like his Wake up, find a bitch that look just like his Neighbors keep on getting mad, you can hear screaming from the stands 
Blow the whistle, call the timeout. Nah, friend, trying to double team. Now it's looking like a triple threat. Drop a triple double, what the fuck you mean? You said, boy, you hard to handle. I told the girl, just bounce it. You see that her in the nosebleeds. Bring it here, I've been scouting. Home bigger than the staples. Drop to your knees and get grateful. All fair, love the basketball. You mind to come Quincy, but no McCall. I score, you strip, you score, I stripped in this time. Got a whole team that depend on me when it's crunch time. I'm feeling like Kobe. I'm going for 60. The neighbors is mad. Tell the police, come get me. Cause my lady here. Yeah, my baby here. And she came for the show. So that's what I'ma give. I'm feeling like Kobe. I'm feeling like Kobe. My lady here. Yeah, my baby here. And she came for the show. So that's what I'ma give. Came in this game under 18, and I stay true to the same team. This type of life you can't daydream. 2008 out in Beijing, hottest side on the LA scene. Out in Vegas on Lake Mead, sliding with the homie remix. Shaq and Kobe with this rapping B-shoot. Jumping and tipping, they ball hog. Got a start five in my car log. Got the bench players all rotating, but my star player at home waiting. Thinking I was on the road faithful. Wishing I was, but it's hard being a star. At the same time, being in love, and she gotta love me more just to accept that. So we made some substitutions in the bedroom just to address that. Cause I ain't gon' lie, baby, I've been fat. Matter of fact, I've been flagrant. Going for 60 minutes on the 69, 60 points from the game in. For KLB, she a craze fan. And I'm feeling like Kobe. None of these can hold me. I'm feeling like Kobe. I'm going for 60. The neighbors is mad. Tell the police, come get me. Cause my lady here. Yeah, my baby here. And she came for the show. So that's what I'ma give. I'm feeling like Kobe.